This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. It's Taco Tuesday! Listen Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Throws wide open receiver Tyreek Hill, and you're not going to catch him. Hill down the east sideline taunts Devontae Harris as he rolls into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. According to Jim, is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. Miles spins, stays on the speed of the 45. He's got blockers in front of him. 30, 10, 5, touchdown! Everything happening in the sports world. Number five, you better look at him a little closer. He's a football player. Got the wood right here. And even some things not happening in the sports world. Great insight today, Steve. <laughs> Man, you, you disappointed me. You disappointed the, well, the, I the got, listeners. Well, I got flustered. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve? I think the second most popular in the room, to be honest with you. Well, in in reality, We have the most popular man in McPherson in the room right now. That's true, and that is Mayor Brown, and we're going to talk with him in a moment about the Mayor's Cup. It's his cup coming up on Wednesday. Steve? Are you excited to keep this week going? Oh, this week's going to be unbelievable. We got so much stuff going on this week that uh, it all really gets going tonight and just continues the rest of the week. Well, Steve and I made the decision yesterday that we're going to go down to Goddard and do soccer and be there for the Bullpups taking on Goddard Eisenhower in their state quarterfinal matchup. We were a little concerned about one event that could go against our soccer broadcast and so we just weren't sure until the last minute but decided to make our way down there and it should be a fun one tonight and I think this team has a great chance to make it to the final four in Spring Hill on Friday and Saturday. Well if you're a big believer in comparative scores uh, McPherson played great Ben they drew 2-2 Goddard Eisenhower had to go overtime they were tied with great Ben they end up winning in overtime over great Ben so on paper it looks to be a great matchup and to be honest I think I was more scared, concerned, I should say, last week because of Emporia's high-scoring offense than uh, I think Goddard Eisenhower is a team the Bullpups can be you know, very competitive with just because they play similar styles. Well, it should be a fun one tonight as we make our way down to Goddard. I've never been over to Goddard Eisenhower, so a chance to knock that one off the bucket list, I guess. Yeah. That's a weird bucket list if I've got. Go to Goddard Eisenhower High School on that list, but... Mayor Tom Brown, he's in the building with us. He's a loyal listener. He's always chirping or chirping in with me and trying to keep me updated on what's going on with his Ohio State Buckeyes. And I told him today, I'm in. I'm I'm in on the Buckeyes. I'm in on the Buckeyes. I have the Buckeyes. I think the Buckeyes are the best team in the country. Now, I'm not saying that just because you're here, but I think it's I think it's Ohio State and then I think Alabama. he could condemn the building. I th- <laughs> he could legally condemn the building and yeah. he'd be out of a job if we don't say it. Yeah, but I, I think Ohio State's won. Alabama's going to prove this week they're better than LSU in the 1-2 matchup. And then uh, Clemson right now looks like the number four to me. Are you all right with them being the number three currently, your Buckeyes? I am am okay with the Buckeyes being number three. I'd be okay if they're number four and get in the playoffs. Uh, We've lost a mediocre game two years in a row. 
that cost us the playoffs. So I think you want to be in a playoff. You don't want to get the big head before you get there. Once well, you get there, you're focused. Well, I, I think when you look at their schedule, I don't see really any potential stumbling block. They've just owned Michigan uh, since Jim Harbaugh is there. That's always the alleged uh, – That team up north, that, Steve. That's yeah, how we refer that to that them. That team up north. But Michigan is light years away right now from Ohio State. I think Ohio State beats Michigan by at least 21 when they play. Bold well, statements. Anybody can beat anybody else on a given day. Well, I'll, 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 I'll hope they're not listening I, to you. Well, <laughs> but I like – I love Ohio State's defense. They've got a defensive end. Uh, I can't – I think it's Chase Young. Is that his yeah, name? Chase, Chase Young. Young. He's the best college football player in the country. Yeah. And, and you know, it, the Heisman almost always goes – to an offensive player, this could be a year the Heisman goes to a defensive player because yeah, he's I, that good. I hope so. He's he's outstanding, and with the two Bosa brothers and others that we've had in uh, uh, defensive end, I think we've shown that we can coach up a defensive end, so I hope he's number one in the draft. Oh, I think he will be. I don't think there's any question. You, well, know, ma- you know what a Buckeye is. No, a nut? A Buckeye is a worthless nut. Okay. So – you know, we're why, is that why people are always calling me Buckeye then? I never knew why. <laughs> I guess I never understood yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's. I always your, say, "Hey, hey, Buckeye head over there or something." So, well, maybe Mayor. you think you're a worthless nut. You <laughs> well, better, you better, I do. So you better that, stick to old man winner. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll stick with that. Well, Mayor Brown, we've got you in studio today because we want to talk about the Mayor's Cup, your cup. Although I think you won't take all the credit no, for it. No, my cup. It's a position cup. But it's coming up on Wednesday at the Roundhouse tomorrow night. We're excited to get this going. And last year, you kind of threw this together at the last minute. It it wasn't all at the last minute, but a lot of the ideas and the planning, it wasn't quite as well put together as it is this second go-around. And I would think that's the way most events are, is the first year not quite as efficient as what we think this second year is going to be. The shot clocks are going to be there. We've got everything planned. And I think this is going to be a great event coming up tomorrow night at the Roundhouse. Absolutely. We've borrowed the shot clocks from Hutchison again, and they do have the 22nd uh, reset. There you so, go. Uh, if Shane Bacuse has taped the floor, we're ready to roll. Well, and uh, the teams have, uh, are getting their practice time in at the Roundhouse, and uh, should be really two get good games. I think the men's game, Mayor, I, I don't know if you've seen either team play yet this year, uh, Central hasn't been home yet. We we watched them in a scrimmage against Southwestern. We've seen Mac a couple times. The men's game is going to be lights out because neither team has lost yet this year. They both get up and down the floor. Uh, T.J. Eskelson in his first year has really done a great job of kind of reshaping the Bulldogs. They are a three-point shooting team. If, if you're a fan of shooting, they took 43 threes the other night. So Yeah, this is James Harden North. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it really is. And, and then the women's game, uh, I think uh, it, it's going to be exciting too because Mac plays a real up, just a frenetic style. Coach Nichols has done a great job uh, with that team. Coach Golden, uh, his team's kind of, you know, I think they're a little better than they were last year. Of course, the Mac women and the Central men currently have the cup, and I know uh, both schools want both cups at their school. Absolutely. I reminded them they have to bring the trophy back tomorrow night so, <laughs> so we can get it in, in uh, plate and engraved on that. But I think the, the games will be a real treat for the people. Uh, I hope a lot of people turn out to see the game. It's free. And it's free. Yeah. And the whole thing is 
uh, even if you go to church on Wednesday night, come for the men's game after church. This is the most exciting brand of basketball that you can find. And so... Uh, and the roundhouse is, I mean, let's face it, it's the holy cathedral of basketball gymnasiums in Kansas. I'll, I'll argue that with anybody, you know, any day, anytime, anywhere. But there is no place like the roundhouse to watch a basketball game. There are no bad seats at the roundhouse. The atmosphere should just be off the charts. I, I think both schools are very excited. I think, you know, with both men's teams off to good starts, I think that adds to the excitement too. And the Mac women are off to a good start. I just, I just think it's going to be a great atmosphere. And what a way to get college basketball underway in McPherson. Absolutely. We've got uh, great uh, basketball on TV tonight, and then we're going to transport it right to the roundhouse, and we'll have equally exciting time tomorrow night. Well, Mayor Brown, tell us a little bit about some of the things that have gone on behind the scenes in terms of the scholarship money that's going to be awarded and some of the other things that you've had these teams and these student-athletes do for community involvement with this game. Well, first of all, last uh, Monday we had a clinic for third through sixth grade, and while we sent out a lot of notices to the schools, somehow it didn't get rolled down to parents as well, so we didn't do well. But next year, we're going to be in the classrooms before the, the cup so that we get to talk. I hope that uh, we can marry up uh, a MAC player and a central player to show up in the uh, particularly the elementary schools, but also uh, sixth grade at the middle school. So we had that. Uh, we had a great uh, time. Last year we had a post-game meal that didn't work that well because you got so much time between games on game night. So what we did is the kid, the players were all there to coach the little kids. And then afterwards, uh, hats off to uh, 24-7. They gave us uh, seven cases of water to Dillon's and uh, Walmart for giving us 62-liter bottles wow. of soft drinks. Wow. I'm, I think I need to ask the coaches next year because I heard the, they'll say, don't drink that that soft drink, but they did anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then we had Domino's and Pizza Hut each donated 30 pizzas. We had 60 pizzas, 60 bottles of pop, seven cases of water, and we had a big pizza party. Uh, How much of that went for, home with you? For the players, none. Oh. I, at the end of the time, we probably had 12 to 15 pizzas that were left in whole or in part. And I said, if you have a roommate that you think is hungry tonight, please grab the rest of the pizzas. I was standing in the wrong place. I almost got run over by a stampede. And I don't know if their roommates <laughs> well, I, know, I, know, I don't know if their roommates ever saw it. I know when I was a college kid, if there was any chance of complimentary pizza, I jumped at it because uh, for a college kid, you're always looking for that, that pizza that uh, tops off the night. Yeah. Well, you know how, how large a stack 60 pizza boxes <laughs> is? They eat a lot of pizza. I, you know, I gave them one, one pointer, though, at the end. I said, you know, it's probably a proven fact that the team that eats the most pizza loses. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that made them think about it a little yeah. more. Now, I did mention the, the scholarships. Now, through the city, they were giving $1,000 to each yeah. school, right? Right. Last year, we had a private donor of the $1,000. This year, we did it on behalf of the city because almost all the other expenses that we had last year uh, we did not have this year. And so we just, instead of going out and looking for a donor, 
just gave it straight from the city from our uh, nonprofit fund that we budget a little bit every year, and we had enough to do that this year. So uh, made the job a lot easier, not looking for donations. Mayor Brown, we need one more pitch from you. You, know, you have to go out and, and promote yourself sometimes and campaign. Here's your last campaign speech for the Mayor's Cup tomorrow night. It's free. I think you're going to say that once or twice. Here's your last chance to campaign and say, come out to the Roundhouse. Please come out. These colleges need your support. We need to be more involved. We uh, had the clinic to have the players be involved in community service. Now we need the community to get involved in college service and see two exciting games. It's free. There'll be a bucket at each door. We will take a free will donation. And at the end of the uh, first half of the men's game, we'll count it up and we'll give half to each school, uh, whatever it is. So you're not helping anybody but the school, and it'll probably go to the athletic departments uh, to uh, keep on bringing in great players. So we need you to come out. It's going to be a great night. Should and have people, good and, weather. And people have to realize, you know, these, the colleges really helps, you know, restaurants and, and things, downtown businesses, having college kids in town. They have to spend money like anybody else, you know, on things. So they are a big part of the community. Yeah. As I uh, said at Central College inauguration, uh, Central College is like a small business. If you lose them, it's like losing a business. Right. Uh, McPherson College being larger is like a medium-sized business, be like a medium-sized factory. All their people, their faculty, their staff, their kids are spending money in, in the town. community. That's right. And we need them to sense the support of the community and come out and get them excited about being here in McPherson. Exactly. Couldn't be better said. Well, it should be a fun one tomorrow night, and you will be able to dish out the Mayor's Cup and officially give it to one of these two teams for the men's and the women's side, and we're looking forward to it. Thank you. I appreciate all the support that uh, you guys are giving us uh, this week to promote it, and I think the interviews with the coaches probably went better than me, so maybe I need to hire <laughs> Oh, no, you I, knocked it I, out of the park. There you I, go. I need to hire... Uh, Chandler Short or somebody <laughs> for my campaign chairman. We're going to talk about KU and Duke next. I need your opinion. Who's going to win KU Duke tonight? Champions Classic. I I have great admiration for Coach K, but I am rooting for the Jayhawks. Look at you. There you go. Yeah. Look at you. I, I you know Steve and I are, are of an older vintage, and we don't switch horses very often. That's right. Well, there you go. The mayor has proclaimed that KU will win. Okay. That I probably think, makes Steve feel good. Yeah, I, I would say the same thing for KU that I said for the Buckeyes. It's okay to be number third, three right now, but I hope they beat number four, and I hope they don't get elevated too high. <laughs> so they still play hungry. <laughs> there you go. All right, Steve, let's take our first break. When we come back, let's talk about the let's Champions Classic tonight. KU and Duke, and then the other game, Michigan State and Kentucky, number one versus number two. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. 
We're back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve, always good to have the mayor in here. Yeah. He's a big Ohio State Buckeye fan. Big Ohio State Buckeye. I wouldn't think he's a big KU fan, so good for him for picking the Jayhawks. Yeah. He's trying to make everybody feel a little bit better after KU lost in football. See, we because we had the coaches in yesterday, Central coaches, we didn't really have a great chance to talk about the Sunflower Showdown and me being really blatantly wrong with the prediction of that game and you being very right. Oh, I I saw this coming a mile away. I, You know, I wish I was a better because if I'd been a better, I would have won big because I just saw oh, I, I can get you a guy. I, I don't need to know guys. But, I mean, in fact, if you go to my column day, midkansasonline.com, I talked about the KU-K-State game. KU still got a long way to go to catch K-State. I mean, uh, KU just doesn't have the depth of talent that K-State does. Uh, KU's probably at least two years away. Les Miles will be getting his guys in, though. But as far as the game on Saturday – it was a no contest. It was a beat down. K-State just controlled the line of scrimmage. And it didn't help that KU's offense was really, really bad. Carter Stanley ran for his life. He had that deer in the headlight look. He threw interceptions. He threw off his back foot a lot. And KU just never got anything on track. And it was really a big – it was kind of a letdown game for a lot of people because – Really thought it, you know, last year was 21-17. You know, it was a close game. And a lot of people thought with the game being in Lawrence this year, this was KU's chance. But I think K-State's win over Oklahoma totally flipped the Wildcats season. Right now, Kansas State, to me, has a chance to win 10 games and end up playing in a New Year's Day Bowl. They could actually make, I, I honestly believe, they could make the top eight by the end of the year. One last thing on the football game before we go back to Champions Classic. Right. Whatever happened Saturday, results of the game, it doesn't matter as much to me. The fact that Memorial Stadium was sold out yeah. in Lawrence, yeah. even though they're playing K-State and that helps with it, yeah, that's... the fact that it was sold out is just good for the state of Kansas and college football. It is. It it's is. just and good for life. Well, you know, Denny Walgren, that used to coach at Bueller when they'd play McPherson all those years, Denny said to me one time, he says, I asked him about the rivalry after the game, after I think we'd won for about the 10th or 12th time in a row, and he says, you got to win one of those games before it's a rivalry. And that's what KU's got to do. They've lost 11 in a row to K-State. And until, until KU wins again, it's really not that much of a rivalry. Back to the Champions Classic tonight, Steve, from Madison Square Garden, and what a fun oh, set of games it's going to be. And they never knew when they set this up, you know, it's, always, it's been set up for several years now that they'd have the top four. It just worked out that way this year. Well, when you take these four programs, you've right. got a pretty good chance yeah. that a few of them will be top four. But the fact that these are the number four teams, Kansas, number three, taking on Duke, number four, and then the second game of the night for Madison Square Garden, number one, Michigan State, taking on number two, Kentucky. And the interesting thing to me, Steve, is that it feels like KU has the most returners for this group. I know that Michigan State has some guys that are back, but they have a great recruiting class. Kentucky has a great recruiting class, and Duke has a great recruiting class, but KU has a lot of guys back from last year's And that's team. the difference between KU and, like, Duke and Kentucky. Duke and Kentucky have basically embraced the one-and-done era. Their, their rosters change every year. It just seems like anymore that Duke starts four freshmen, Kentucky starts four freshmen, KU doesn't get quite the number of uh, top 50 guys like Duke and Kentucky do. Uh, their, their rosters 
Duke and Kentucky, they're in a constant state of flux because I think Duke's starting four freshmen again. They replaced uh, three of their freshmen that, that, that committed after last year with freshmen. So um, KU has the more experienced players back. And Michigan State's a lot like KU. They've got, they don't have a lot of guys that are one and done. Uh, they have guys that play at least two years, three years, and then go pro. Because KU could have lost uh, as a Buki. He didn't leave. Dodson could have left. He didn't, you know, he didn't leave. The uh, Sosa actually could have left because he's been there two years, even though he hasn't. No one really knows what kind of player he is because he's really not played, and uh, he's still there. So very experienced team for KU and Michigan State, and that's why I think both those teams are going to win tonight. What kind of stock do you put in this game? None. Do you, does it matter to you? No. It's just a fun game when it happens. Yeah, it's the first game of the season. Who knows? I mean, Roy when Roy Williams is at KU, they always rose to number one because it seemed like they were so much better than anybody else in November. Roy's teams always seemed really to play some of their best basketball in November, and then you had the long season. And, of course, they still did well under Roy. But KU was always a great November team, always seemed to get off to that Nine and zero, ten and zero, kind of start to the season, but I don't put any stock in this game. The freshmen for Kentucky and Duke. This is their first game. Their their heads are going to be spinning at the college level. KU and Michigan State. They've got guys that have been through have been through the wars, and I, I still think those two teams will win because of their experience. I like it when KU plays Duke and Kentucky in this series. The Michigan State game isn't quite as attractive to me. It's not that I don't think Michigan State's good, but I feel like when KU plays Duke and when KU plays Kentucky, it is just blue blood, blue blood. They are they hate each other. And I think KU's won the last three with Duke, if I'm not mistaken. I know they won at Madison Square Garden right. a couple years ago right. when Frank Mason hit a big shot in that game. Yeah, I know they won whenever Andrew Wiggins was a freshman. That Wiggins, MB, Selden, freshman mm-hmm. class. Mm-hmm. So this is probably the third time that they've played. There, there's too many of these games running in my head. Maybe this is the fourth. But they've had great success against them. And Kentucky's been the team that they've had a decent amount of trouble with. But yeah. I really think that this could be a fun one tonight for Madison Square Garden. Yeah, and, and I'm, it's going to be curious to see you know, how KU attacks this game. They've, you know, in their two exhibition games, they've played so many guys. And, you know, Bill Selfs want has always been to play about eight guys. He's got about 12 that are playing right now. And the guy I am really interested in seeing how much he plays is the, the is the reigning Mr. Kansas basketball, Christian Braun. Brown. Brown from uh, – that's right. I always want to say Braun, even though it looks like Braun. It is Brown. He is from uh, – he played for Ed Fritz, I believe. He did. And uh, Blue Valley Northwest. He looks like he's going to be a player as a freshman. Steve, did you know that college basketball got underway earlier today? 11 a.m. tip. Yeah. Between Baylor and UCA, University of Central Arkansas, the Battle of the Bears. Yeah. And it's the Battle of the Green and Yellow Bears. They're they're winning 79-52. That wasn't the only game at 11 o'clock today. What was the other one? Central Christian College women played 11 o'clock Oh, that's today. true. They were playing at Oral Roberts. Yeah. Getting the season going. Yeah. I missed the 24-hour Basketball tip-off Great Alaska tip-off. Uh, Great Alaska shootout. Don't, don't you remember? That's the great... not what I'm talking about. But that was that was the the end of the 24 around the clock when they used to do it that way. The great... I don't know anything about Alaska. Okay. Well, you're younger, so. That's true. It, well, there was something called the Great Alaska shootout, and that was always Did the... Did you go hunt wolves? 
Well, is that the Great Alaska Shootout? I don't know. But, and moose, but that, but that was the elk. That was the wrap to the day of you know college basketball around the clock was the final couple games from the Great Alaska Shootout. Well, the last couple years, remember the one on ESPN? They'd play like a. 1 a.m. game at Hofstra, and then a 3 a.m. game at Valparaiso, and then you'd get a game at like 9 a.m., and then it was the Champions Classic that were the last two games, and I really enjoyed that. But they've taken it away from me, and I don't enjoy it anymore. It's going to be a great night, Madison Square Garden, you know, the mecca of basketball. So, you know, in the old days, they used to play doubleheaders every Saturday at Madison Square Garden. It was a big deal back in the – 50s and 60s. Well, now, no big deal. No, because not that, even a problem. Because every game's on TV, especially if you have ESPN Plus. Which now you kind of do. Kind of. I'm wait. I'm waiting for all my money well, for for splitting it. All right, you. It checks in the mail. Yeah, there you go. All right, Steve. One more break. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union. Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Ramping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Thanks again to Mayor Brown for coming in and joining us today. Talking about the Mayor's Cup coming up tomorrow. Steve, on the show tomorrow, we'll be joined by the McPherson College basketball coaches, Josh Nichols, TJ Askeldson. We will talk about the Mayor's Cup game for their teams. have already played a ton of games so far this season. Tonight, on the road in Goddard, as the Bullpup soccer team takes on Goddard Eisenhower in the state quarterfinals. The chance to make the Final Four should be another fun one tonight. Yeah, it should be, and and I just want everyone to come out. I want to see the Roundhouse full for the Mayor's Cup. Free admission. How can you turn down free admission? So I, I just think there should be, you know, this is we claim to be the basketball capital of Kansas. Let's show it. Let's show it tomorrow night and turn out in mass. Support McPherson College. Support Central Christian College. You'll get to see some great basketball. Trust me, we have seen both the men's teams play. We know how exciting they are. If you want to see some great shooting, come out and watch this Bulldog team shoot the three because they took 43 threes in their last game, made 15. They really shoot the three ball. What about soccer tonight, Steve? We're running out of time. Hey, I'm excited for soccer tonight. So uh, glad we're going down. And uh, I need some more analysis than that. I think the Bullpups play them tough. There really you go. Do. Now we need because it. Because this is a cerebral – I call them the cerebral assassins. There you go. Because there's just a smart team – Eight seniors, and really, when you look at it in the big scheme of things, this is probably the Bullpups' last good chance to perhaps, you know, play for a state championship because they lose the heart of this team. Not to say that the guys coming up, you know, aren't good players, but at 5A level, you got to be exceptional. And McPherson has an exceptional group of seniors this year. Trying to knock off the only remaining undefeated That's team right. in the state of Kansas. Shock the world, as they like to say. It'll be a fun one. Wrapping up today's show for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, 
Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.